Well, a good yoga said, Can you call Hishmore? Is a May I say, uh, first of all, what a great pleasure it is to be here. When Joe Sarmadan Shaik and Dara Failure Dushna Velsini Oga, Agassas Minlam, Mawika Sagwal, the Fuddin Halskilla, Agas Egokdan of Ekarolesh and Yantar Shah. May I say what a very great pleasure it is to be here this afternoon. And it's very important that I said for the second Irish Young Philosophers Award Festival. And I just want to thank all of those who have been involved in this project in every way, and particularly people who have been assisting here at the university. May I say how greatly impressed I am by the wide range of subjects that are covered by almost 400 projects that are on display here from primary and secondary schools across Ireland. So I want to say, first of all, what a cause for celebration it is, surely, that the number of entries has doubled since last year. So give a clap for philosophy. I think that that doubling of entries is possibly the best endorsement that these awards and those who are supporting them could possibly have got. And it is such encouraging evidence that we have in this country such a rich well of imaginative and questioning young people, willing to explore, reflect, think beyond the familiar, and in doing so, as is obvious, get enjoyment from it. And really, is there any better way to become engaged and participative citizens? And it's so uplifting to know that not only are the seeds of philosophical thinking and reflection, principles and various methods being sown in the primary school, where our young people begin their formal education, but that a greatly visible growth period is now taking place in the junior cycle whereas philosophy has been introduced as a curricular subject for the junior cycle profile of achievement. It is important to always bear in mind, and I was listening to the projects and looking at them, it's always important to bear in mind that no answer can ever really exhaust a good question. That is what makes philosophy an exciting and also an emancipatory project. I came in to philosophy secondarily because my, through sociological theory, both my wife Sabina and my daughter Alice Mary Higgins came the more direct route of having studied philosophy directly. But nobody can manage without philosophy, and it enhances every subject that makes contact with it. Eighteen months ago, I had the privilege of hosting the launch of these important awards in Oris and Utrecht. And it was such a, a significant event because we were recognizing on that day how the teaching of philosophy could be such a powerful tool in enabling young people to grow and flower into citizens that had the facility to think critically, to question, debate, consider topics creatively, and with an open mind, be enabled to ask the difficult and challenging questions and learn how to acquire the skills, the tenor of a discussion, while also valuing the capacity to listen to alternative opinions. 
and everything is of interest in philosophy. Even someone like myself in preparing a speech, sometimes people will write to you about our young people. And immediately, if you have even elementary philosophy, something stirs in you said, is this a possessive? So shouldn't you knock out the hour and shouldn't you just say the young people? Because in fact, they're going to exercise a freedom in thinking that is going to be very important to them. I think that it is our meeting 18 months ago was a moment of hope and of anticipation. And thus it is inspiring to be here today and to see so many young people who have been willing to travel along that path into a deeper ethical consciousness, helping to bring to fruition the aspiration that stood behind these awards, that was their motivation. I had a fundamental change in how we view the role and aims of education within our society and an acceptance of how the teaching of philosophy can provide such a strong framework on which to build the teaching of other subjects. The neglect of philosophy has had such far-reaching consequences, putting limits, even diminishing the learning of so many subjects, thus depriving young people of so much of the enrichment of learning, of what the great philosopher Edward Seeds called the riches that lie in the interstices between subjects. He said, memorably, it is in the interstices that all the exciting things are happening, and that is true of all of the subjects. Indeed, a greatly important aspect of the junior psychophilosophy course is the emphasis placed on philosophy within a range of contexts and subject settings. We may be familiar with philosophy in the past in terms of knowledge of moral philosophy, of ethics, but you've just heard all these awards. Philosophy is so broad. I am delighted that the junior students taking philosophy learn about the philosophy of language, the philosophy of education, philosophy of art, philosophy of sport, the philosophy of science and technology, its application, the philosophy of religion, a range of thinking that is reflected in the imaginative and thought-provoking projects that are on display here today. For everything has a context. And yes, what is original can still come to be, born not only out of experience, but out of the world of the imagination. And the use of reason need never quench the music of the heart. And that's what gives great life to these projects. Life, that is love, needs both. In this modern and globally interconnected to interdependent world, talk of a knowledge society and the demand to en en enable young people to meet its needs has at times become a discourse on education. It has come to dominate our view as to the ultimate aim of a secondary school education. We need to be careful. A knowledge society must include knowledge of how to live as persons, alone, and together in communities in a vulnerable planet, and to be able to do so with a joy that can be shared, a responsibility that can be shared. And too many policy lobbies have, often unknowingly, unthinkingly perhaps, accepted a narrow and utilitarian view of education. 
one that suggests that we exist to be made useful, which leads to a great loss of the capacity to critically evaluate, question and challenge. In the process, too often, we have come to reduce the aim of a young person's education to the pursuit of points and grades, which can distort the choosing of subjects for all sorts of personal and practical and functional purposes. Reduce preparation to the ability to rote learning, learn off by heart and regurgitate, the studying of patterns and likely questions, the preparation of required answers, looking at what might come up, an ability for, as it were, perfect imitation rather than creativity. What we define and recognise and privilege, of course, in the future as work will be one of the most important debates of the next decades. And there has been a very real danger that the powerful and vital course of creative thinking in the creation of truly functioning societies will come to be forgotten, overlooked, a lost art, as we pursue in a narrow sense, often solely the skills and outcomes that, separate, that will prepare young people for the world of paid work as it offers itself now. The preparation must be wider, the preparation must be deeper for all of the significant changes and encounters of which a full life is made. And history tells us that it is the asking of questions to which there is yet no definite answer no definitive answer that leads to new discoveries, new possibilities, the potential to create a better world, a world with new combinations within the interstices I spoke about, and a world no longer scarred by global poverty, by deep and growing inequalities, exclusions, and vulnerabilities that are exploited by hate. It enables us that broad approach to meet the great challenges of our time. And history tells us too that the unquestioned assumptions that stand at the base of bogus certainties have been at the root of some of the most greatest and avoidable violences and sources of hate. If we are to facilitate our young people becoming active participating citizens who can develop ideas and concepts that can bring about real transformation, and these projects show that that can be, and build more inclusive societies, and that is in so many of the projects, we must bring a wider understanding of our view of education, see it as being about so much more than the provision of any limited set of competencies. I'll give an example. Econometrics is a useful and valuable tool, but it is not political economy. If I might be very basic, what it was surely what it, is, what it is that you measure must be just as important as your measuring tape or your measuring tool. So therefore, if you like, the calculation of what is going on in the economy by measures mustn't ever avoid the idea of the connection between the economy and society and between life and the environment and the combination of ethics and economy. We must learn to reflect what it means too to live in a democratic space where everyone's voice is valid, and where fallibility, listening, reconsidering, changing one's mind is appreciated as a, as a fundamental part of philosophical inquiry. And to ensure our, that our educational institutions 
are places where students are respected and facilitated to grow in awareness of self and others and to be able to share with respect their capacities and their shared joy. The Irish Young, the Irish Young Philosopher Awards 2019 initiative was launched by Sabine and Iris Anutron on World Philosophy Day, Thursday the 16th of November 2017. On behalf of both of us, I might say, we couldn't be more pleased than to see how it has been so taken up with such enthusiasm and made grow and grow. The launch of the Irish Young Philosopher Awards aimed at encouraging our primary and secondary school pupils to think creatively and humanely around the critical issues and challenges that face our society today was welcomed by you. And it, such a, it got such a welcome development. And it was one to which so many of our young people and educators and parents at every level have responded positively and with great vision. I want to, as President of Ireland, I want to so thank them for delivering such hope into reality and to congratulate them and to congratulate the young people on the range of topics covered, all the curiosity that was there, the questions asked, they were just simply astounding and greatly impressive. The projects entered encompass pressing issues of our times, our responsibility to live more ethically that I've referred to, live more ethically on a shared planet that has been made vulnerable in a way that we can come to know. Our companies should operate within morally justifiable environments as we heard. The dangers of fake news, how we can reap the benefits of artificial intelligence within boundaries that are principled and humane, exploring the ways in which concepts, which was at the heart of philosophers like Hannah Arendt, concepts such as forgiveness, the nature of friendship and its demands, happiness, how this, reflecting in this, can enrich all of our lives and our society. And the projects reflected on changing moralities and values in context, the meaning and purpose of our existence, our understanding of right and wrong. They ask, what is utopia? What is religion? What is love? What is art? What is beauty? All of the projects, in their different ways of theorem, that the students gathered here today have worked extremely hard on developing skills that are needed for philosophical dialogue, careful listening, critical thinking, careful analysis, logic, argumentation, collaborative problem solving, and reflection. And reinforcing my statement that the good question is never exhausted, that in no way does any of what I have described as the pursuit of ethical living challenge transcendent thought or belief. Rather, it is the case that they enhance each other as mind and spirit work. So may I thank all of the young people who brought together this remarkable array of projects that are on display today. You've all demonstrated that you have greatly inquisitive and open minds and a great capacity to seek the root of, of human problems, whether of an existential, metaphysical or a moral ethical kind. And you, as the future mind workers of this country, have provided ample evidence that you will be those reflective citizens of whom Ireland in the future will be so proud. And in congratulating you, the young people,
May I thank and congratulate in a special way Dr. Danielle Petridge of the School of Philosophy, Dr. Anya Mahan of the School of Education, both here in UCD, who founded the, the Irish Young Philosopher Awards. I want to thank all of the academics who have been involved, for it is an initiative that will enable future generations and communities, schools of philosophy to emerge, enhancing their thinking and reflective processes and exploring pro and promoting dialogue about life beyond the everyday. And I'm sure that the Dubliner Iris Murdoch would have been enormously satisfied to see so many girls and boys participating so early in what is the work of philosophy which affects everything. It's me, La Marish, Mabuika Sagwala Sartan Kuritchian. I was more in pleasure hug to convenient Shahnu. I was castle in a gloopy ilia, because it's a car and lobe, as it's a corner project slikaya. Kokarta Kaslib Kalea. What a pleasure it has been to hear today and to meet such an inspiring group of people. I congratulate you all and I wish you every success in the future. And when the, the envelope is given to me, it will be a great pleasure to announce the Young Philosopher of the Year 2019.